Welcome, 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 welcome. We are back. It's the Fish and Chip Podcast. New week. We said we'd be back on Tuesday. I said we'd be back on Tuesday. Chip said he would be back on Monday. I, don't I was know. prepared was so, on Monday. He was anxious. <laughs> <laughs> Dan Fish right here, Chip Daly. Over there. What we talking about today, Chip? Mm. Sports. Hot liquids that I'm drinking, a.k.a. coffee. Sports. Probably sports, because I don't know what else. Probably some NFL stuff, since, you know, the season's winding down. But Oh, lots of NFLs, and uh, the perfection is no longer perfect. Let's uh, let's try to not talk about that till segment two. <laughs> uh, it's okay, Chip. It's okay. I'm in a glass box case box of emotions. <laughs> I'm in a glass box of emotions. I don't remember the uh, box or case. I don't know either. I think it's box. Oh, yeah, box makes sense. Probably. All right, Fish and Chip Podcast. We're on Twitter at Fish and Chip Pod, Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Machine, and Amazon. Most places to get your podcast. Bullhorn. Bullhorn. Right. Apparently, 4% of people use Bullhorn. Yeah. Shout out Bull. to Bullhorn. Um, some news over the weekend. Uh, NBA games that I talked about. I I spent a lot of hours on Christmas watching NBA basketball. Did you know? Wasn't worth it. Wasn't <laughs> worth it. I had nothing better to do because we kind of had a snowstorm, so it was snowed in over the Christmas holiday. Um, just me and the kid, and uh, yeah, so we watched a lot of NBA basketball. And I gotta say, the games were not that intriguing actually, because a lot of them turned to be blowouts. So um, wasn't as I guess I overhyped it in my mind. You know what uh, I'm saying? Uh, yes. I yes. suppose when it's uh, the second games of the season for most of the teams, <laughs> it's, it's hard to predict, like, yeah, or like even be warmed up by then. Yeah, Kyrie and, Le- and Durant look real good, though. Uh, Nets look solid, uh, two games in. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, Lakers obviously probably still the favorites after winning the title last year. Um, Clippers get a win over the Nuggies. And uh, did you see the injury by? Um, Kawhi Leonard. No. Um, he got a very nice elbow right in the mouth from mm-hmm. his own teammate, Serge Baca. <laughs> As Serge was driving down the lane, threw up like a floater and came down and his elbow smacked Kawhi. He required eight stitches in his Ooh. mouth to close it up. He's fine, though. Okay. It was, a, it was a bloody mess. Why they lose so much to Dallas on Sunday, then? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Dallas, <laughs> Did Dallas Kawhi play? Probably not. He probably took a day off just for just because that's what he does. Yeah. Um, but yeah, also Anthony Davis got hit in the mouth too on Christmas. So he had a bloody mouth, but he What's did with not. all these mouths? People getting hit in the mouth. Uh, yeah, other things that I just want to quick touch on. Um, LaMelo? Th- no. He's, he had a he's hot not, first game. He's not worth mentioning. <laughs> <laughs> just like his brother. Um, anyway. Okay, no shots fired at Lonzo, though, for real. Uh, his jump shot looks different every single year, and I got to say it's starting to look prime now. He's it's putting get- the work in, as they say. It's, it's getting there. It, it is getting much more natural, I guess, looking or traditional. Um, but, yeah, anyway, uh, I think he's going to shoot much better from three this year. Um, however, I do think there's just a slight little rhythmic issue there i mean he's still shooting fine but i I think the rhythm kind of looks distorted in a way but i think it'll smooth out the more he obviously plays 
because game shots are worth more than practice shots. So the more he gets shooting in games, it's going to help him out. Yes. Um, but yeah, other related and other unrelated news um, over the weekend, Duke's women's basketball team is calling it a season. Um, I believe they played two games this year. No, three. They played three. Uh, they were two and one, and they had a shutdown team activities on December 16th. And I think that's due to COVID. They already had two games canceled due to COVID. And because of the pandemic, they are deciding to not play anymore this year. They're the first wow. team um, on either men's side or women's side to hang it up for the year due to the coronavirus. So uh, interesting move, I'd have to say. And also it makes you wonder what's going to happen now with their men's team. Are they going to keep playing? I think they are. Yeah. Um, but like if these power schools, like especially if Duke on the men's side would drop out and say they're done for the year, what's that going to do to the legitimacy of a potential national champion? What's that going to do mean, to Duke's conference champions? <laughs> no, they're not. They're not going to win the national championship this year. But I'm just saying, like, if you start seeing like Gonzaga all of a sudden drop out, Iowa drop out, you know, like a bunch of these schools, Iowa just lost. Okay, but I'm just saying, what if these what if <laughs> these other schools, and it's not just Duke, what if a couple other schools drop out of it? What is the legitimacy of a national champion? Are we even going to get to a tournament? You know, conference titles, if they get one, or once they get one, um, is there an asterisk by it because a team did not participate? Um, it's, just, it's just an interesting scenario that uh, this team is obviously, you know, taking a step that they feel is right to keep their athletes safe, which is kudos to them, and Everything's I'm completely fine with the move, but I'm just saying like from a historical standpoint, how is that going to affect how this year is viewed in the record books? Yeah. The only schools that will be left are the ones that have really relaxed regulations in their state already, aka the Dakotas, Florida, <laughs> maybe Arizona. <laughs> Imagine SDSU and NSU and all the Florida teams. That's your March Madness right there. Yeah, and like California <laughs> has some of the most strict guidelines. Yeah. Um, going back to NBA, when the Mavericks were playing the Lakers on Friday for Christmas, on Christmas Day, um, the day before the Maver- Mavericks were already in the state of California or in Los Angeles, and they said they weren't able to like have a team meeting at their hotel or whatever because it would violate the uh, maximum number of uh, participants in a gathering. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, they couldn't have a team meeting in person, even though they're all sitting in the same hotel. And they're all going to be on the same court the next day. <laughs> so they um, had to do it. They had to do it by a Zoom instead of, um, you know, just walking out in the hall and talking to each other. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, where are the Warriors playing their home games? Or are they uh, not good, affected? Because, like, the 49ers are in Arizona now. That was due to the fire, though, wasn't it? No, that was for rules of uh, COVID in the Bay Area. Hmm. Yeah, I guess I didn't even look into that. Um, I know Lakers, Lakers and Clippers are obviously still playing in Los Angeles. Yeah, it was just San Francisco area, the Bay Area. Well, they're... I don't even think they're in San Francisco, technically. They're in Oakland. There are new Aren't stadiums they? in San Francisco. Oh, yeah, that's right. 
Did Warrior Nun get renewed? That's not what I'm trying to find, Google. <laughs> um, I don't even know if they've had a home game yet. They played at the Bucks, and then they played uh, also at the Nets, I believe. So I don't even know if they've had a home game yet anyway. Well, yeah, I don't really see any news on that. So maybe basketball is not uh, affected. Maybe the number of participants is low enough or something. Yeah, could be. Hmm. Got anything else? Otherwise, I. Uh, yeah, just the athletes. So if you want to run that, you can run the sound chip. Otherwise, I have a thing. What? I also have news. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you want to do that then? <laughs> My chance. Speaking of basketball. I'm going to baseball because <laughs> I, uh, yeah, you know, this is the time of the season. Some deals start to get made. San Diego Padres are finalizing trade to get former Cy Young award winner, Blake Snell from Tampa Bay. Yeah, baby. He's like, get me out of town. <laughs> yes. Uh, included in this deal is top pitching prospect from San Diego, along with two catchers, another right-handed pitching prospect, and maybe more to be named. Oh, for Blake Snell. The Padres are going all in. There's Their a journey. lot of money. There's a lot of money being spent in Southern California. Yes, there is. In baseball terms. There's your baseball update for the week. Is Back that your to one you, thing? Dan. <laughs> is that your one thing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, roll a sound chip now. It's time for Dan's favorite athlete on earth. Today, co-athletes again. Hey, look at that. Uh, I just want to congratulate the Heisman Trophy finalists. They are Trevor Lawrence of Clemson, Mac Jones and Devontae Smith of Alabama, and Kyle Trask, quarterback at Florida. So three quarterbacks, one wide receiver, obviously two teammates, and they actually released a guy that got snubbed off the list who was going to be the fifth finalist but they decided not to have him on the ballot Najee Harris from Alabama the running back so they actually had three people from Alabama's offense on the Heisman top five so yeah I guess Alabama was kind of good <laughs> yeah you know um, it's something but if, if I was going to take one of the five I'm going to I'm going to say today's athlete is Devontae Smith wide receiver Alabama because from all the reports that I'm hearing he's the odds on favorite to win the Heisman trophy and he would be the first non-quarterback to win the award in like six or so years, I think. Who I don't even that? know when. Maybe Derrick Henry was the last one to win the Heisman. Did he win the Heisman? I don't I know. think he did. Look it up, Chip. Okay. <laughs> anyway, Devontae Smith, he'd be the first wide receiver to win the award since Desmond Howard and I believe, 1991 when he won it. Um, but, yeah, so – I want to just say shout out to him for a great year and hopefully he can bring the award home and, you know, be a wide receiver that gets the Heisman and end the, end the uh, streak of quarterbacks. Yeah. He's quite good. Quite, quite good there, Dan. Oh uh, yes. They've, right. had, they've had some good wide receivers there. Yeah. Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs. Uh, that's all I got. <laughs> and his uh, and his uh, teammate uh, got hurt early in the year. That probably opened the door mm. for him. But uh, yeah, what was his name? I can't remember now. Don't know. But uh, you were right. Derrick Henry won in 2015 the Heisman. 
Okay, five or six years. Five. Okay, five five years ago. Yep, last one, non-quarterback. Um, he'd be, the, like I said, the first wide receiver since uh, Desmond Howard in 1991, I believe, is when he won it. Um, I'm going to have to look that guy's name up over the break. <laughs> I can't think of it now. The wide receiver that got hurt for Alabama. Mark Ingram also won in 2009. The last two running backs to win were both from Alabama. There's been a lot of Alabama guys that have won the award in the last Alabama two years. Alabama and Oklahoma. And Oklahoma. Yep. Well, that's all I got. Let's get segment two. This is Fish and Chapad. We're coming back next. Welcome back to the Fish and Chip Pod. Uh, shout out Norway, the whole country, because you're on our list of lied uh, lied to us listeners again or something. I don't know. Whatever. Hey, hey Norway. This is the Fish and Chip Podcast. To be over here. Dan Fish over there on the other end. This is. I feel like somebody should write a song that's titled that. Hey, Norway. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Norway. Hey there, Norway. What's it like in Norway? What song were you trying to do there? <laughs> There's a while, but it, yeah, it didn't quite work. Didn't quite work out. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is NFL segment now. Um, Chip, do you got the tears rolling down your face right now? Uh, well, as I preluded to, the perfection is no longer perfect. 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 My survivor picks in our uh, our head-to-head fish and chip podcast one. I picked Houston. They lost. Not as sad about that one. Sorry, Dan. <laughs> you then, already won the competition. There's no uh, point. I led my big one with DraftKings. I stuck with the Browns, even though they had all the wide receivers out. Thought they were better than this. <laughs> the Jets are 2-0 in the last two weeks. I kind of had a feeling like Saturday when that news came out, like I should switch, but then my my head was like, nah, man, this is still, the Jets are still bad. Cleveland should still win. They need to win to make the playoffs. So I listened to my head instead of my gut. Not that I would have switched to the Bears. Never listen to your gut. Never listen to your head. Don't think. I don't know. I, I did highly consider the Bears Sunday morning when I read that. They the Jags were starting Mike Glennon again over a healthy Gardner Minshew. I'm like, wait a minute, are they tanking on purpose now? And then James Robinson, their best player, was not playing. So I'm like, uh, maybe I should. But then my head's like, now nah, Cleveland's gonna win. They need to win, and they didn't. Like I said you clinched. You clinched our league or our survivors thing last week. Yeah. So this is the first week that I like completely flipped and was like. All right, I'm rooting for you now. Like before, I was like kind of half-heartedly rooting for you because like I wanted to make a comeback, but I knew that you could make money if you were perfect, obviously. Um, and then this week was the week that I started rooting for you, and then I guess uh, I was I was your curse. You were the curse. Should anyway, I just want to talk about my picks. For some reason, I picked the Texans too. Yeah, <laughs> great pick. And then I used my bonus on the Bears, and that was obviously muy muy caliente. Yes, that was very good. So the, um, the scoreboard now, 18 to 15, one week to go. Can I make a comeback? You should uh, offer me You should offer me three points again and pick the Jets this week. Heck no. You <laughs> missed a chance. <laughs> They're going to beat really the Patriots. <laughs> they are going to beat the Patriots. They don't have a reason, like, three, whether they win or lose, they're going to get the number two pick, I think. Yeah, because the Bengals won again. So Yeah, so it doesn't. they're going to win. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But the Jags lock up the number one pick after losing and the Jets winning. 
Yep. So Trevor congratulations, Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. He's heading south. Yep. Not a far trip for him. Watch them pick like an offensive lineman or something instead, or <laughs> tight end. Kyle Pitts. Monte Smith. Yeah. We need more wide receivers. They just need a guy that Gardner Minshew can just throw it to <laughs> all the time. I Never think play. they've speaking of Gardner Minshew. I think they've been unfair to him. He's not an NFL starting quarterback. I mean, there's some he never has out been. there. He never has been. I don't know, man. I don't think he's that bad. He could be a lifetime backup like Chase Daniel, I think. Yeah. But he's not bad. Like He's definitely better than Mike Glennon. Which is probably why they started Mike Glennon so they would lose. Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, All right. Uh, I I just got I got standing updates and you know people that are making the playoffs as of this week. We got one week left in the NFL season. Let's take a look at the NFC side of things because this is a little less messy on my (laughs) big board, if you want to call it that. Uh, Packers, I believe, if they win next week, they get the number one seed locked up, solid. So uh, yeah, that looks good. They got a one game lead on the Saints and Seahawks. Uh, That would be. Green Bay, even if they lose, if I think if the Saints, if they if those two tie, I think Green Bay has the tie has breaker. the tiebreaker with the Saints. I don't know what the Seahawks. Have. I think the Seahawks have the tiebreaker over Seattle or over Green Bay though. So it's either a Green Bay win this weekend or a Seahawks loss, and the Packers would be the one seed. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, anyway, right now it kind of looks like Packers will be the one, Saints and Seahawks will be the two and three somehow. And then, obviously, the four seed would be the NFC least winner. <laughs> um, Washington football team needs a win this weekend, and they win the division. Um, uh, the Cowboys would need a win and a Washington loss yes. to the Eagles to get in. And um, the Giants still have a chance if they win and Washington loses, correct? And something else, maybe? Uh, they, they would need Dallas and... <laughs> Wait, yeah, Dallas and Washington to wait. To lose. Possible? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it is possible. Because Washington plays the Giants? No, they play the Cowboys. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, uh, Eagles now eliminated from the playoffs. First time in losers. First time in the last four years. Um, then you look at the wild cards, and I believe the Bucks now have clinched the playoff spot. They are 10 and 5. Yes, they have. And, um, it looks like they would either be the five seed with a win or I don't know if they have the tiebreaker over the Rams. Um, they would probably be looking at the five seed if they win or the Rams lose next week. Uh, that means they would get paired up with the NFC East winner, which what a good break for a team that's going to be a wild card team, right? Yeah. <laughs> Getting to go beat up on somebody like Washington or Dallas. Um, then the Rams, uh, I think they're going to be, are they locked in the sixth spot? No, they can't be. They could technically miss the playoffs, right? Uh, yeah. They are nine and six. The bears and Cardinals are both eight and seven. I believe what would need to happen for the Rams to fall out of the playoffs with the bears and Cardinals would both win and the Rams would lose. I believe that's what needs to happen. Um, but yeah, those are the only teams. So right now, like I said, the NFC East has three possible teams vying for that, um, four seed. And then the Bucks are in. The Rams are questionable, but have a one-game lead on the Bears and Cardinals. Control their own destiny. And the Bears and Cardinals need to win. I think if the Cardinals win, they are the seventh seed. If the 
Bears need the Cardinals or the Rams to lose, and they need a win. There's a lot of things. Yeah, the Bears are in the worst situation of the NFC teams looking at it going into this weekend. Uh, The Bears have the tiebreaker over the Cardinals. Did you say that? Oh, they do. I thought the Cardinals had. Nope, I guess that's the Bears. So the Cardinals are in the worst spot. Cardinals are in the worst spot. They're but not also the Bears either. Bears do have to beat the Packers next week, right? Yeah. That's who they play. So Packers or, looking to lock up that one seed. So I'm guessing the Cardinals play. lose. Exactly. All right. Um, AFC side of things, Chiefs won this weekend in a very interesting game against the <laughs> Falcons, to say the least. And that locks up their number one seeds. They are going to have home field throughout the AFC playoffs, and they will get the one. They will be the one team with the bye. Uh, two teams tied at eleven and three. Are they? They're eleven and three, twelve and three. I don't know. Twelve and three now. Bills and, and Steelers. Steelers are twelve and three. Bills have not played yet as of recording. Yes. 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 Sorry. Uh, but yeah, so looking at the two and three seeds are probably going to be the Bills and the Steelers, unless the Bills would fall off the map the last two weeks. Um, four seed then would be an AFC South representative, and those two teams are tied, and that is the Colts and the Titans. They're both ten and five. Um, NFC has a tie break. Yes, they do. Um, I suppose there would be a way for the, one of those teams to miss the playoffs altogether because there are. <sighs> five teams that are 10 and five in the AFC. That yes. would be the Titans, the Colts, the Browns, the Ravens, and the Dolphins. As of um, right now, the Colts are the eight spot, which is missing the playoffs. Yeah. So, I mean, that loss yesterday, giving up that lead to the Steelers was a yes. big problem for the Colts. Um, so they're going to need some help. Yep. And we- the Dolphins obviously won in dramatic fashion. <laughs> On Saturday. Yeah, dude. Oh, we need to talk about that one. Fitz. I think that would have eliminated them from playoffs if they lost. Uh, would not have helped, yeah. They would be would not yeah, have helped be, them. They would be nine and six then. Yeah. Yeah, they'd be totally out of it. Well, they would have a very slim chance. I was a huge fan of the Dolphins when they were three and three or whatever, and now I, I just can't root for them anymore. <laughs> Why? I got so much beef, man. Because so they keep much. throwing their quarterbacks around. Yeah, it's just like two is our guy, two is our guy, and then it's like, oh, we're down by ten with a minute left. Okay, here here's Ryan Fitzpatrick, and we win. Dude, yeah, it's like, it's just, they gotta keep Fitz Magic guessing. You can't be too prepared, otherwise he's not good. <laughs> he's the closer in the ninth inning. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's that's the strategy. They're going baseball approach. It's like I don't even understand how two is okay with that. Or like, no. oh man, it's just it's a weird situation down there and i i mean i'd love to see ryan fitzpatrick be able to play in the playoffs but yes like i said in all likelihood he's not going to get to play until his team's already down 10 right he's the comeback champion speaking of that i watched his post-game interview after that game saturday and he was like saying like after he came in because the question was how does Tua feel about this or something like that and he's like well when i go out there and start doing stuff i come back and like talk to him and tell him why I was making this throw, why I was making this read. I mean, that's that's pretty cool. Like that, that's the type of quarterback you want on your team. Yeah, I mean, he's a great guy. Uh, really smart. Went to Harvard, obviously. Um, I think he's a great person. He's got a yeah. good sense of humor, in my opinion. And I mean, it's it's kind of unfortunate how his careers went that he hasn't hadn't been able to have success when he's a full time starter. But then as soon as he gets to be a backup, he gets a, gets his chance all the time, and he comes in and 
looks like one of the best quarterbacks in the league all the time. So yes, it's just <laughs> I wish he would be able to have sustained success. Did you? But. Yeah. Did you see his throw in the fourth quarter late in the game when? Uh, Unreal. Unreal. <laughs> basically, getting his helmet ripped off. Did his head come off? Did yeah. his head come off? And they have to reattach it after. I think. Play? I, mean, I think his on. beard kept it attached. <laughs> <laughs> it was just holding on by his beard. Yeah. But yeah. It, a f- a hand over his eyes, basically. A helmet getting ripped off. <laughs> just throws the ball deep, and it's completed. It was like almost a perfect throw, too. Right. Right on target. <laughs> yeah. Back shoulder right on target. No problem. I think he knew where the ball was going, and then at that point he just had to close his eyes when he got hit and just yeah. let her let her fly, and it was true. Stayed true. Yeah. That's play of the week, honestly. That was yeah. unbelievable. That's the reason why they call him Fitzmagic. And I made the unfortunate decision to stop watching that game after the Raiders took the lead. Yeah, I was watching a movie, and then I turned it on after – I think it was right after that. No, it was right before that play. Basically, probably when you turned it on is when I turned it on. Yeah, I turned it off as soon as the field goal went through for the for the Raiders. Well, this game's over. Yeah. Now with Fitzmagic. Yep, should have known. <laughs> and you were letting me know, and I'm like, crap. You're like, wait, the game's not over? <laughs> oh. Oh, wait. We got, uh, sorry, drastic change. We got big shout-outs. This should have been one of your athletes. Elvin Kamara, man. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Forgot about him. Six rushing touchdowns against the Vikings. Should have had seven. So much beef. So much beef with the Saints. That I was so upsetting. He's like, got five. He's got five. All right. He's got five touchdowns. And he gets a handoff from, like, the 10-yard line and gets him down to, like, the four. You know? Uh, and, and then they take him out. Yeah. And then they give it to freaking Taysom Hill <laughs> for a touchdown. Yeah, it's like what? What are you proving at that point? Like, Nothing. <laughs> Vikings aren't going to win that game. Just let your boy go for six. You want to? You want to embarrass them? You want to make them be the team that gave up this many points? You know, to one guy. <laughs> yeah, and then later in the fourth quarter, <laughs> they wait till like under two minutes, and they're down there, and it's oh, we better throw our starters back out there now and get Alvin Kamara's sixth. That was so it's upsetting. Like, yeah, I was rooting for Kamara, man. Oh, so was I. His cleats, I think man. everyone was. And the Saints His cleats, are... so good. Yeah. <laughs> we said oh. it was going to be a terrible Christmas Day game, but it was actually pretty entertaining. Yeah, it was entertaining. Lots of offense. Alvin Kamara outscored the Vikings, I believe, himself. Uh, yes. <laughs> and uh, the Vikings gave up their most points in franchise history since, like, 1963. Oh, Kirk Cousins' fault, as the haters would say. <laughs> Did you see Zimmer's presser afterwards? Uh, no, I did not. So I thought he was going to just, you know, like sell out the offense and special teams as he always does. And he's like, nope, we're not very good on defense. Probably the worst defense we ever had. I've ever had. <laughs> good. I'm like, wow. Awful. 52 points. Wow. Yeah. I mean, there's there's no excuse for that. <laughs> I was going to say, there's, there's like – if he was going to go to that press conference like he normally does, he'd be like, well, Dan missed some kicks today. Kirk missed some throws. Offense didn't keep the ball long enough, so we had to be on the field a lot on defense. It's all their fault. Nope. <laughs> this is the worst defense I ever had. Yeah, that was pretty bad. <laughs> Cousins actually played better than Breeze, too. So, I mean, if you would have blamed Cousins. Well, I mean, Breeze is coming off 11 broken ribs. Yeah. And a collapsed lung. <laughs> Come on. I give him a little break. 
<laughs> you mean 12 breaks? <laughs> or 11? <laughs> Anything else from the NFL weekend? The Chargers won a game that doesn't matter. <laughs> go Chargers, go. Go Chargers. Um, also, with the game that was played on Christmas Day, this is the first NFL season in history where a game has been played on every single day of the week. Oh, yeah. You're, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's been a Wednesday and a Tuesday. Yep. Wow. Kind of bummed they didn't have a Thursday night game this week, though, to make it five days in a row of games. <laughs> they didn't have a game on Wednesday, though, this week. No, but it would have been Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Oh, yeah, five days in a row. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, uh, for some reason, like, now nah, let's not do Thursday this week. Yeah. Well, next week, all the games will be on Sunday, and they'll all be yep. wrapped up by... By the evening. And then so. we got playoffs. Playoffs. Boy, do I. <laughs> playoffs. Wanna right, you to... want to get to that game? Yeah. Uh, I got a uh, big upset game today. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Well, let's get to it. Fish and Chip Pod, segment three, game time. Next. Back to the Fish and Chip Podcast. It's game time. Chip, take it away. Yes, game time. As I mentioned, it's an upset game. Just, uh, upset alert thing. It's going to upset me. Yeah, maybe. But with the, you know, the recent big NFL upsets last week and this week and uh, me collapsing in week 16 of the Survivor League as an upset, I guess. I found some of the biggest upsets of all time in the sports and entertainment world. Most of these mm. questions are going to be kind of like, what was the odds of this happening? Or which one was the bigger upset sort of thing? They're all okay. multiple choice to help you out. But if you want to try without multiple choice first, that's totally fine. I like it. Seven questions, all upsets. Uh, I think two of them are not sports related. Five of them are. Do you have a name for this game? Uh, upset alert. <laughs> I don't know. I think you should name it. This is upsetting. Yeah, I like that better. This is upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> this is typing it in upsetting <laughs> alright let's do it alright number one gotta start with this one the miracle on ice is considered one of the biggest sports upsets of all time what were the estimated odds that the US could win that game one in a million not quite bad <laughs> <laughs> um, I found a few conflicting answers but the Consensus seemed to have been this number that I found. I can give you multiple choice if you want. Otherwise. Do you want a percentage? <clears throat> uh, I mean, sure, but I have it's this number to one is what I have written down. 5,000 to one. Not quite that much either. 1,150. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, give me the multiple choice. A, 250 to 1, B, 500 to 1, C, 1,000 to 1, or D, 2,000 to 1. I'll take the 500 to 1. Nope. Is it 1,000? Yes, it was 1,000 to 1. Mm. Yeah. I'll get you. Which, I mean, that's, that's pretty big. Pretty big. Oh. That's yeah, one in 1,000 chance to win a game, and then you won it. Yeah, that's pretty good. It's like you bet a dollar and you win 1,000, right? 
like there's two minutes left in a football game and you're down 10 and the opposing team has the ball on your one yard line and the stat says you have a 0.1% chance of winning. Yeah, it's basically. <laughs> and then you win. Yes. Is that a reference to a real game that happened? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Maybe I'm the Dolphins. Mid- I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Well, they're only down by three, though. Or... Wait. They're down 10 before that. Oh. Yeah, okay. All right, number two. Super Bowl 51 is regarded as one of the biggest comebacks slash collapses in Super Bowl and NFL game history. The Patriots opened as three-point favorites, but when they were down 28-3 to in the fourth quarter, what were their odds to win? Uh, 2.4%. Uh, I don't think that's right. <laughs> okay, give me the options. <laughs> uh, A, 10-1. to 1. B, 16-1. to 1. C, 25-1. to 1. D, 50-1. to 1. 50 to 1. No. Uh, 16 to 1. It was 16 to 1. Okay. Okay. I, know, I thought it would be worse than that, but. That's um, not even that bad. That's like a 1 in 8 chance. 1 in 16 chance, actually. <laughs> what am I saying? <laughs> what am I even saying? Just get to the next one. All right. Wow. This is upsetting. <laughs> this is upsetting. <laughs> All right. This one is the first non sports related one. Hope you know your movies, which I know you don't. In the 2017 Oscars, La La Land was the heavy favorite to win Best Picture with odds of 1-6. to six. After originally being declared the winner, the announcers announced they had made a mistake and they were not the winner. This movie was actually the winner. Gosh, I remember this so, like, clearly. Wait, it wasn't us. Wait, it wasn't us. It was you guys. You guys get up here. Um... <sighs> Would you like multiple choice? Yeah, I'll, I'll get it if you say it. Would you like multiple choice with the odds or just multiple choice movie name? Just give me the movie names. All right. A, Moonlight. B, Hidden Figures. C, Fences. Or D, Manchester by the Sea. Moonlight. It was Moonlight, yes. They had 11 to 2 odds. Nice. But 1 to 6 odds? Like, that's... It's a favorite. Yep. <laughs> All right. Number four. The Patriots lost twice to the Giants in the, in the Super Bowl in 20 or 2008 and 2012. Which one was the bigger upset by Vegas odds for point spread? First one. Yes. 2008. Yeah. Because <laughs> they hadn't lost a game yet. Uh, they're undefeated. They were 12 point favorites. Super Bowl 42. And the other one, they were three and a half point favorites. Yeah. All right, number five. This one is also not sports. This one's music. Grammys. In the 2012 Grammys, Nicki Minaj nearly had the Best New Artist Award on lockdown after being a one-to-one favorite. However, she lost unexpectedly to this artist. Hmm. Multiple choice. Do you want the odds or just the names? Names. A, Skrillex. B, the band Perry. C. J. Cole. D. Bon Iver. I'm going to go with Skrillex. (laughs) (laughs) It was not Skrillex. Ah, the Van Perry. It was not that one either. Oh, that was really my guess. I was joking by the time. They had 11 to 4 odds. (gasps) Who was it then? Yeah, I'm going to tell you. Yeah. It was Bon Iver. Really? It looks like Bon Iver, but I believe it's Bon Iver. 
Bon Iver. Bon Iver. <laughs> he had five to two odds. So the next best. But Nicki Minaj one to one. <laughs> that's like, I mean, I don't know. That's, that's weird. All right. Number six, college football. The one that's still referenced. 2007, college football game between Michigan and Appalachian State. How many points was Michigan favored by when they lost? 21 and a half. More. 28 and a half. A little more. 33 and a half. Uh, it was just 33. Okay. <laughs> 33-point favorites. And they lost. And they lose. A loser. All right, last one. This was baseball. World Series. Red Sox. All right. 2004, after the Red Sox were down 3-0 in the AL Championship Series, they were given these odds to win the World Series. No team had ever come back from three down in the series. What were the odds? 1.7%. I actually think it's a little lower than that. It was lower? (laughs) Yeah. 0.8. Yeah. It was, a, it was 120 to 1, which, if my math is right, is 0.83333 repeated. Nice. So, yeah, 0. 0.8. <laughs> nice. That was the last one. Oh, awesome. Okay. Well, I did really good, obviously. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On some of them. I did not even know what I was doing. <laughs> uh, I'm an idiot. Okay, fish you in your pod. You crushed the last one. Did and nailed it out of the park, as they say in baseball. Uh, <laughs> baseball reference. Speaking of basketball, baseball is in the news. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know. All right, Fish and Chapod. We're on Twitter, Fish and Chapod, Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Machine, most places you get, and Amazon, by the way, most places you get your podcast. Remember to hashtag prop up at Thrive Fantasy. I lost a lot of money this weekend. Promo code FISH, F I S H. Um, thank you for listening and stay sweet, universe. Wait, wait, wait. What is New Year's? Are we coming back in 2021? Yes, we are. Oh, yes, we are. Big news. See you next year. All right. <laughs> Dad jokes. <laughs>